everybody, it's Danielle. Welcome to Bitch Smash. What a week! What a good jam week. I'm a little high right now because I just went crazy and purchased a Fair Isle sweater. And I it was a wild fall purchase. Like the air got a little bit crisp, and I was like, I need a Fair Isle sweater. So anyway, I'm a little on high from that purchase. But we have a great show for you today. Casey, as you can see, is not here. R.I.P. Casey. She's uh, she's away. She's in Europe. So she's far, far away. But guys, what a week. And for a week like this, when we had such huge news, Housewives news, Housewives reunion, starts of new seasons, like I had to bring in the big guns. Like I had to go through our guests and be like, no, 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 this person is not enough. But you know who is enough? this person. Guys, I've brought in the best of the best. Mr. Brian Safi. My love, I've missed you. I've missed you. I have to tell you, I this was like in the spring I was in England and someone came up to me. Okay. And at like I don't some mansion I was touring with my mom. <laughs> so sexy by the way. I please, <laughs> please reach out if that turned you on. Honestly, that's that's my dream to have a child, an adult child that tours mansions in Europe with me? Are you fucking kidding me? That's but can I tell I- you something? That's not the child's dream. That is always the mother's dream. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm a mother now. <laughs> I know you're right. No, it is. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. But someone came up to me and said, did they ever figure out who won in the ghost trial? <laughs> and, I, and I literally had no idea what they were talking about. And I was like, Wait, what? And I go, oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's part of the tour. And they were like, no, your ghost trial that you talked about on Bitch Session. I was like, and my mom was like, what in the hell are you talking about? But it was so wonderful. It was out of the blue. And it was just I like love a, least, that. a place I would never expect. It was wonderful. And can I ask you, has there has there been a ruling? Listen, I just saw that movie Tar with Kate Blanchett. I have yet to see it, but you know I'm going to be beating down the doors. Oh, I know. Listen, <laughs> I, I have to tell you, like, when when I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, so this there's not going to be another movie after this one. Like, this just ticks every <laughs> yeah. box for us. Oh, I'm yeah. In there. So at the end of that, whatever, it's one of those movies that's very ambiguous. I have to mm-hmm. say, I'm learning to live with the fact that I have not had a verdict. <sighs> so hard. It's a, it's a, lesson learned and it's a tool that I'm sharpening of just <laughs> letting things go. <laughs> so there has been Wow, no there's no answer and that is the answer. And that's the lesson living with the ambiguity is exactly. the lesson. Because exactly. there's a lot of answers in life we don't get and we have to move forward and wow. So true. So, wow. you know, so I'm learning to live with the um, otherworldly wow. being not of this world. How beautiful, beautiful. is that? Beautiful. <laughs> Brian, I've missed you so much. You never looked better. I will take that. You've you look so handsome. You look so sweet. Fit like someone who's been on the courts, the tennis courts. I haven't been in the ghost courts, but I have been on the tennis courts. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I'm you know, here's the thing, though, with, what? I'll tell you, a little a little secret about getting oh. involved in sports that they don't tell uh, you. Oh, God. Okay. What, they what don't it? tell you. It gets really gossipy. Seriously? That's a, that's a, a plus. It <laughs> is. It is. Me? Like, gossip in the tennis world? Like, 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 about other players? Like, you're hearing who's got a terrible backhand? Like, what is... Yes, and also delving... And also even, like, my feelings getting so hurt and me getting on a text chain being like, that was a really shitty shot. Like, they shouldn't... I, that was really, like... And I was just sort of, like, I was so... I We even went for a drink after last time. Like, just, like, so stupid in my head going nuts with it. So, wow. So it's, like, one other thing to stress about? Like, as opposed to, like, the relaxation and the sort of, like health it's giving you it's in the words of lisa rinna giving you cancer (laughs) unless you talk about it i truly like danielle (laughs) when the last time i went this week i literally i was playing doubles and i literally thought the person i was playing with was laughing at me (laughs) oh right (laughs) this is terrible (laughs) 
It was. And so, like, I turned around and I was like, is something funny? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, no. And I was like, okay. And I go, you were laughing. And, and, and they said, oh, it's because of the way you, like, grunted on that shot. And I was like, okay, I didn't know it was that funny. Da, da, da. <gasps> and I was, like, so upset. And then finally I was like, you know what, Brian? The call is coming from inside the house. Oh, this is, wow. This is a you. This is wow. a you. Wow. And do you know this doubles partner? Or is this, like, a round robin sort of, like, just, like, like people you don't even know? I know them well, but not well enough to act like that. Wow. Okay. So, so what I'm hearing is this is... This is really rough. Like what you're seeing on the outsides is not matching. No, it doesn't. Right now, to be honest, it's like you're a it's mess. Full of darkness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, and have you veered over into the pickleball of it all? Because I know that's where people are really. So Danielle, it's so funny you mentioned that. Here's the thing about tennis players, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> I hear some haughtiness. So here's wow, the wow, thing. wow. Here's it's the very thing. Funny. <laughs> I don't think it is funny. I think you're not saying it is funny. funny. No, it's funny. Really, like, what's the word? Tickles me. Yeah. So um, (laughs) it's just so funny because tennis players don't, I mean, usually they don't go downstairs to pickleball. You know what I mean? Wow. Upstairs, downstairs (laughs) is what you're telling me. (gasps) A real Downton Abbey sitch. Oh, that's right. Wow. There's a snobbery. You're this is a real <laughs> snobbery, a real side, a real line you can't cross. And also, Danielle, no one's asked me to play. Oh. <laughs> so. Well, you should talk to Casey in June. I know they're Are re- they pickleballing? Oh, you don't even know. Like they're in. Oh, they're in like in big time. And I I was a tennis player growing up. I bet that doesn't surprise me actually. Because I grew up in Florida. Of course I was a tennis player. What else are you gonna goddamn that's do true. there? <laughs> like, that's where so, that's what people do there. That's what you do. That's where like the bigs go to train, like me. I feel like you were really good. I could see I you was being not. Really good. You know what? Really? I wasn't. I had a decent shot, but you know what? I can't play anymore because I can't remember my serve. Like, mm-hmm. my body doesn't, like, it's not a motion my body can remember how to do. But I can still hit. Like, I can still yeah. hit to be good. My sister, my older sister was really good, like, ranked in the South and stuff. But I wow. was too busy, like, making playdates with, like, the person across the net. Like, totally. I just. For sure. <laughs> and the one time I won, and I think I've told this story before in the podcast, and I'm sorry. The one time I won. The one time I won. <laughs> it was because the girl across the net, and I must we must have been eight, she passed out, fell on her glasses and bled, <laughs> eyes bleeding. And I turned to my mother at that point, like, who was on, like, you know, outside. And I go, does that mean I win? <laughs> <laughs> so there's that heart of gold we know. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Listen, you take it where you can get it. Yes, you know, you. when you're that big of a loser, you got to get a win where you can. Do you want to hear the most disgusting story I've ever heard in my entire life? Yes, please, always. It involves tennis. So where I play tennis, there's a lot of birds that gather and fly. Mm-hmm. And like falcons almost. They're wow. huge. It's in like Griffith Park. <laughs> and they have a huge wingspan. But there's in the evening, you'll see owls, this sort of thing. It's a very pretty spot, but it's, you know... Filled with woods, yeah. birds of prey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was um, the the tennis instructor was like, oh, my God, look, there's an owl or whatever that was flying right above us. And this woman looked up and her mouth was open. And the owl, um, this is not a lie, literally shit directly <laughs> down her throat. Oh <laughs> directly down her throat. <laughs> like no stopping on the tongue. <laughs> It might be too much. No, this is exactly right for our audience. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not even a joke. There were like multiple witnesses. (laughs) Can you imagine? I don't even think she tasted it. This is like the staircase. (laughs) It's totally the staircase. (laughs) Nobody believes it, but it was an owl. (laughs) It's one of the theories. That's true. It's one of the theories. It was an owl. And there were multiple witnesses. Can you imagine? (laughs) I don't think I'd ever be the same. You would never. (laughs) Ever. It's almost almost worse than you did. (laughs) Like slid down the, truly, just like yeah, into her esophagus. Not, <laughs> didn't just... even go near her taste buds. Thank God. I mean, ultimately, it was. A I mean, blessing. thank God, it was a blessing. <laughs> she went fast. 
<laughs> Listen, if I'm going to have an owl shit in <laughs> no. my throat, I prefer I'm glad, just, not to taste it. I'd rather it just happen and not taste it. Exactly. Like, because, like, that, you can't come back from tasting owl shit. You know, you just can't. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> but if no it's way. down your throat, it's already there. And there's also, there's no way you can go back. No, to, like, you can't. I don't think I ever saw her again. No, she, oh, she's left California. She's left the country. <laughs> Nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. Oh, well, that feels like a perfect segue. <laughs> good. Okay, good. You're right, actually. <laughs> to tell you about our Halloween show, you guys. Oh, my God, exciting. <laughs> guys, now, it's actually a post-Halloween show. It's a Halloween hangover show. You guys know about it, but we're going to have our bitch sesh post-Halloween hangover show, November 3rd. You can get tickets at loopedlive.com. It's, you know, live from home. So 5.30 Pacific time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard time. We got Andy Cohen as our special guest. Oh, my God. Everyone, I know, it's going to be incredible. And, you know, Brian, you've participated in one of our live Halloween shows before. They're, they're honestly, they're like, this word gets thrown around a lot, but they are iconic. I mean, that really is a moment. I'm not kidding. They're, they're, it's, the, it's the most perfect live show for Halloween that's ever existed. And everyone dresses up. I remember the year you came, it, we had, we were doing 90 Day Fiance as well, and you came as Paul. From, Paul, yeah, 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 totally Paul. From I totally 90 came as Paul. Day Fiance. And then also as the mime from Potomac. Yes, yes. Yeah. You, had, you had two, you had a costume change. Two all the grades. <laughs> Two looks. It's all the greats do, and you were incredible. And we're doing it again today. We do now a virtual costume parade. It's going to be amazing. So you can get your costume pictures of your costume in all that day, all the way up until like a half an hour into the show. So by like, you know, half an hour into the show, you have to have your costume in. Send them to Boots on the Ground BS at gmail.com, bootsontheground.bs at gmail.com with the title of your costume or like the concept of your costume in the subject line, just so everybody knows what you're doing and we can get it. And then Andy Cohen is going to be the judge of the costume contest. Guys, this is going to be incredible. I'm so excited. fabulous. Go to looplive.com. And if you can't even watch that night, you have like another week to watch it. So guys, this is going to be so fun. I'm so excited. I'm excited. I'm getting a ticket. I'll be there. Um, Shall we take a little break and then come back with all the news fit to print? (laughs) All right, we're back with Brian Safi. (laughs) Told us about it. Owl shitting. <laughs> That's right. I listen. I come. You I come always with all the, leave us with something to think about. Always leave us wanting to turn the show off. <laughs> Next time you're in a castle in Germany or wherever you are, someone's gonna ask you <laughs> on about a mother son trip, <laughs> a mother adult son trip. That's all I want in this world, and I have made that clear to my daughter. Like we are gonna be friends, adult friends, and yes. she's just like, "Mom, I want to get as far away from you as possible." <laughs> Absolutely, no, for sure. But also, what's critical is. Um, my mom and I did dress in similar outfits on this. You know what I mean? It's what's critical is that you do like a mother daughter look. You know what I mean? And so we did. We had matching looks. Absolutely. I would love to see a picture of that if we can get I will that. Absolutely, send one to you. It was I precious. might have to post that if you don't mind. Well, it's on my grinder profile. It's the first picture oh, you see. So, so if anyone is curious, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Now, Brian, first things first. With a week, we have so much to cover. But I feel like because it was a debut week for Potomac. And I'm so grateful that these women are back in my life. Can we just start there? Can we start there? Absolutely. Just off what you said, I have to say Potomac is such a reassurance that it's like a homeostasis. It's like, okay, this will for sure deliver. These ladies are it. You know what I mean? There's, I'm never concerned Mm -hmm. about where the season's going, if it's going to be repetitive, this, that, or the other. Like, they just are it. Yes. And it was such a warm welcome to, like, first shot in a park with Giselle and Karen. You know what I mean? Those two, their (laughs) friendship is wild. Like, it really is. It's, but I am, I love them together. They're so funny together. So, funny together and they have this like the love-hate relationship that I just feel warm inside of its embrace you know like they... I would say like every show has those two sort of grand dame characters like I would say back in the day it was sort of Ramona and Jill it was fun to watch them together even though they couldn't mm-hmm. stand each other yes. but I would say these two are the next version of that of like 
Because Lisa and Kyle, Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle, never it didn't really work that yeah, way. The dynamic. It wasn't as fun. Exactly. Yeah. But these two just sharpen their teeth on each other. Oh, yeah. And, like, Kyle always felt sort of below Lisa. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it was more like they weren't on even footing where— I don't believe that Karen and Giselle think they're on even footing, but they are. And both of them think that they are the top and there is no bottom. And I got to tell you, one way I know I'm getting older when watching these shows is my very first thought was like, the cherry blossoms are stunning. (laughs) How lovely to sit under there and have a picnic. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Beautiful. And then we, we get to watch them all walk to the picnic and talk about both Ashley's dissolution of marriage. Whatever she's calling it. <laughs> now, can, you get your, can you get your eyes or ears or mind around it? Where what do you what, what do you think is happening? I, I really listen, I think I don't remember who said it, but one of the ladies said, I just think she wants a house. And so <laughs> she she's going and she wants a big house. And so she's yeah. just going this do, doing this by any means necessary. And also, I also thought, and I don't remember who pointed this out, but she maybe doesn't want a divorce. And this is just like a weird ultimatum thing of sort of like, I'm going through this to get what I want. And I think Karen later said like, she's playing the game. She's doing what she's supposed to be doing to get what she wants, which to me is like when an LLC is involved in in a marriage and getting (laughs) what you want, that gets complicated. It does. When you're buying a house with an LLC and you're divorcing, divorcing the person, but not the LLC. What do you make of it? I can't make heads or tails because... (laughs) (laughs) Because here's what I think. Michael Darby is singularly the most disgusting house husband I can imagine. Like He does win. Yeah. He's like every prize, like just like look, you know, not to be lookist, but he's a garbage face. Absolutely. Like just a a, a face of yuck. And you know what I mean? Like he's just hard to look at. Hard on the eyes. hard, yeah. And then he's a horrible human. So I don't know where, and he doesn't seem to really have money. So I don't know what the attraction is and the fact that he doesn't just want Ashley, but he's getting other ladies. Like who's coming? Why are all the boys coming and girls coming to his yard? You know what I, I mean? Don't, he's he's like one of those British people. He, I think he's Australian. <laughs> Wait, is that true? He's one of those Australian people. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to transfer either way. It's, it's yes. just, <laughs> it's both. Who like goes on a summer vacation and just not one time considers wearing sunscreen. And they just no. get pink, pink, pink and look like they're ready for a luau. Just <laughs> get it on the, you know what I mean? Just turn them, just turn them. Yes. It, it, and they just smell like vodka or something. He, he yes. actually is, makes, makes me, I'm like reviled by him. Yes, me too. That's what I mean. Like he is... And so Ashley is gorgeous. Gorgeous. And also seems fun. Yeah. And a good mom. Yes. And like she's been and I understand where it's coming from because we all take the damages of our childhood and the stuff that happened with her birth dad and all of that. And we take it with us wherever we go. And that trauma yeah. follows us. And but I just want her to see her value. And I guess it, that value is an LLC. But just yeah, like, I mean, I guess, yeah, that value is actually like has a dollar sign in front of yeah, it. But, but it's too bad. Now, as always, it wouldn't be a housewife season if housewives didn't play fast and loose with cancer. And here we are again you know, these women just, they take us on their journeys, and we've said this before, from from the, from the, from the scare. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, as all people, like, I've been through it myself. I have had lumps. I've had bumps. I've had blood. You know what I mean? Like, where you're sure. just like, oh, fuck, is this it? Like, is this? Yeah. I have had friends that have had cancer, family that has had cancer. You know what I mean? So, so I know the journey, and I know the process. I mean, and, but I, I never take... To social media in those days. You know, I think it's a strange journey. It's very strange. And also the thing that uh, that I think is to me odd about Mia's story is that I don't – I just don't think a doctor would ever call you and say like we're 90% sure you have cancer or yeah. we're pretty sure you have cancer. I think they call you and say you have it or you don't. Or also, like, there's more testing to be done. Right. We, we're seeing, like, and I've had that, too. We're seeing something. We're not sure. We're sure. going to do some more testing. But do they tell you, like, we're pretty sure it's cancer, but not totally sure? I've had a friend who said, like, look, 
we got a 50-50 chance here that it could okay. be cancer. So we ha- okay. I have had that. Um, not me personally. I'm talking about yeah, another friend. friend's experience. Okay. Um, but again, it feels like that's the moment where, as Karen said, and I quote, I don't go to Instagram. I go straight to Jesus. And I thought that that was a, a good rule of thumb. Yeah, definitely. It is. It is now, though. It is funny how when someone says – they have cancer on housewives, my instinct is to be like, no, you don't. Like, that is, <laughs> that's not cool of me. But that's where they've taken us. But, but they, I blame them. We've been on <laughs> all these too. journeys. We've been with Kim Zolciak. <laughs> like, let's just count them. Kim Zolciak. Brooks. Brooks Ayers did uh, not have it. Kim Zolciak took us on a journey in a matter of seconds where, like, she had it and then didn't. And we, <laughs> we never got to the bottom of that. We've had... I feel like there's been more. There's got to be more. Those yeah. are the two big ones, though. I mean, those were like, oh, gee. Yes. And then there was the Lisa Rinna telling us that she's going to get it last week. And we'll get <laughs> For sure. There. For sure. And then there was no one believing Yolanda that she had yes, Lyme disease. Yes, that she had that Lyme disease. So we're all, yeah. we're always kind of like <laughs> skeptical. Skeptical. We don't know what and who to believe. And I feel like no one's showing us the receipts. And in a world where... We've seen so many receipts. Every text exchange has been, you know, blown up for the elderly well women's eyes. <laughs> like yes, Library like... of Congress. Yeah. And and still by the end of last week, I mean, or this week, when when Mia's mother said to her, what's the results of the test? Like, have you heard anything? And she was like, about what? <laughs> like, <laughs> about your test, Mia. Like, you've got us all in a fucking tizzy. Like, what? Oh. I was like... I know. Poor Mia's mother. I do feel very badly for Mia's mother. I feel like even though she treated Mia terribly, she's not being treated so well. Let's give her a break, Mia. Oh, we had Karen's fucking party ideas, which I can never get enough of. I mean, at least this invitation was practical in that it seemed to be like a word of mouth. Were the tacos practical? Were they real? Like, could you eat them? No one seemed to because remember we've had dead butterflies we've had yes a, weird a videos clown. we've had a clown which you know <laughs> well and I was just like and then someone said the box smelled one of Giselle's daughters well I do think it's it's not great to leave a food source at someone's door you know like that feels like we got to send it in a cool like a you know when I get like my 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 meal services you know what I mean like there's always ice packed. Yeah, right, exactly. And there was no ice in those. Yeah, it seemed like it was like a tuna tartare taco. And it that did. you it you need that you need it to be like right from from the, the server to the mouth. Like that's not something that can sit. I wish I were kind of the kind of party thrower who had a reputation to where it's so fun to see these women receive the box and then open it from a distance and like jump back. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I wish I had that effect when I sent an invitation. They're like, oh shit, it's an invitation from Karen. Who literally, who knows what the hell is in this Nobody, box. everyone's terrified and I love that. It could be alive. It has been so many times that it alive. Has, it has. And right. so I love that. And this was like subtle compared to what she's done in the past, but still terrifying because they were all like it's tacos but like i don't what is it like and i and i love that she has the reputation that it follows her i also loved that candace is re-releasing her album yeah now what's that about i don't know honestly it also i've never i've never heard of an album re-release like i've never heard because it's out Well, you know after like 20 years like someone will do like oh we'll do like taylor swift has done taylor's versions and you know that's right (laughs) that's right or like dolly will do like the studio sessions or something like that yeah so this is the same album again Unclear. Maybe it's a club mix or like, you know, they sometimes they do like. Sometimes they will do that. You're right. Like, like a club mix or like. A, I got to say, though, she's open for some cool people. So yes. I was impressed with that. I was very impressed. And I will say I love Drive Back. That is a great song. I actually think she's got the stuff. And so does her producer. You know, like she's, you know, yep. like she's got the stuff to be exactly where she is. Yep. You know what I mean? She does. She does. <laughs> She's landed where she, where she needs yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. We For don't sure. need to go higher. No, no. We don't need this to go is a higher. Good spot. Yeah, it's a great yeah. spot. I was unfamiliar, by the way, with Tiff and Fee. Not to change the subject. Oh, me too. Did you know she called her breasts that? No. Yeah, I didn't know. That yeah. was a new thing because I remember Happy and Ness 
Wendy's breasts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was familiar with Happy and Inez. But I That's right. Yeah, but I didn't remember Tiff and Fee. That was a new but she acted as if we had been introduced. She did. It was sort of just like, and you of course remember Tiff and Fee. And so we, we were like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I do. Yeah, I think yeah. but I didn't yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know. And they love to name their tits. I don't have names for, for mine, but you know, maybe that's on me. Maybe I should. Mm-hmm. Now, um, let's talk about Wendy's Wendy Osefo. <sighs> Because she is a journalist and commentator and professor and like a PhD, like accomplished yeah, woman. A learned person. A candle maker. Yeah, a home essentials entrepreneur. Yeah. And now she's getting into the to the bar space with one Peter Thomas. I first of all, I will say this. Peter looks fantastic. I I'll think say Peter's that. always looked fantastic. He, and he has, you're right. He was especially sexy in this white, crisp Givenchy shirt and yes. those glasses. Like, I was really impressed. Yes, 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 yes. Has he been successful in business? I that's the, think he has. That's like, my, the question I had. My remembrance of it all is that Bar One in Atlanta is, you know, no longer with us. Right. I do think he opened another one in, I want to say, the Carolinas, North yes, Carolina, I think maybe. North Carolina or something, yeah. And, you know, obviously not been successful in marriage, but neither has Cynthia, as we heard that she, uh, her and Mike Hill, Chill, is calling it quits. Did you hear about that? That makes me sad. Yeah, it made me sad for her. I was like, why Why can't we? What's happening? I'm sad. I'm very sad about the dissolution of Chill, but as Deanna Chang wrote me, like, didn't he write a book about cheating on his last wife? Like, it didn't bode well. (laughs) Great. I don't know. I gotta tell you, men are so simple. It's literally like, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do, and then wait for it, I'm gonna do it. They pull no punches, honey. No. This is ridiculous. No, I never learned my lesson, and neither does Cynthia. <laughs> but um, but so I don't, I can't remember his. I said to Deanna, I was like, wait, remind me what happened in the book. Like I, I knew he re- wrote a book, but anyway. So Peter Thomas. So Wendy has just. I mean, he's he's gone on to a few series. We've seen Peter Thomas circling the Housewife globe. That's so upsetting. I know. That's always so upsetting. But then Wendy, you gotta love Wendy's idea that she's gonna have like kids play area from two to four at the bar, like a child speakeasy. <laughs> it's so. so great. And Peter, I love how Peter's just like um. So, yeah, adults don't want to be around children. Yeah, they do. And, <laughs> and again, I am an adult with a child, and I I concur. I concur. Right. Totally. No one wants to. I don't want to go. Listen, I don't want to go into a daycare in off hours and drink. Like, that's not what I want no, to do. No, exactly. Exactly. And I don't want to be around my child, let alone other people's. Like, you know what no I mean? No way. While so, I'm trying to, no, no way. So it didn't seem like a great idea, but Wendy, you know, Wendy can't be stopped. And I will say this, Peter's breakdown of how the restaurant business, how you profit off of it, was very interesting to me. I don't even remember. When he was like, okay. so it's split this many ways and then you get 20% of this and then the investment is this. Like there was something about the math of it all that was so satisfying to me. And I thought, oh, <laughs> why would anyone go into this restaurant business? It sounds impossible to make money. Oh, as someone who was waitressed in forever, forever, waitressed and hostess, and really, I mean, I'm, I lived the bear. Can I just say it? I lived the bear. Right. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, I, that's, I mean, basically my story, except for I'm not right. the chef. Right, or the, were you the sous chef ever? Mm, no, just a, a waitress. Just front of house. Yeah, just front of house, front of house. But yeah. again, I lived it. I lived it. Yes, lived to it tell sounds the tale. like it. And it does, yeah. when I watch it, I literally have PTSD and I'm not kidding. <laughs> It gives me so much anxiety. You know, I waited tables for a long time, too. And when I watched it, there were a couple moments right? where I was like, uh. yeah. <laughs> was I was like, like oh, God. <laughs> it gives me such, it's great. But it's real, you know, but you're just like, yes. oh, my God. <laughs> I know, no, I know. It's, like, it was exciting. Are we going to get it to the table on time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I used to have waitering nightmares, like, that I was uh, in the weeds, too. like, couldn't get to my tables, like, stuck in the kitchen. Like, ah, uh, I still do. So, again, lived it, done it, never need to do it again. Um, but I forget what I was saying. But, yeah, it doesn't seem like a, an easy business to get into. But Wendy, you know, n- never with a business plan, Wendy has decided that this is the next venture. I do love how Wendy is like, what are the most saturated markets? Candles <laughs> and restaurants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll try to I'll try to succeed there. Yeah. It's like impossible at this yeah. point. God bless her. I do love her actually. And then there's Robin. Now I know Robin, sleepy, sleepy Robin. Just... I love sleepy Robin. She honestly, all I want to do 
is get under a weighted blanket with her and just yeah. cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. She just yeah. is the, she just is a Sunday vibe, you know? Yeah, she's, she is a Sunday kind of girl. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, she's just, you know, she wants a prenup with Juan. This wedding is yet to happen. Yeah. I was, when I disagreed with her thoughts on taking half the money in marriage, you know, in the sense that like- I did too. Because I feel like if, I don't care if you have a job. If you're raising the kids, man or woman, while the other person works, that is a fucking job. Yeah. The reason you're able to work as hard as you do is because the other person, presumably, and I'm, certainly I know there are exceptions of like deadbeat parents yes, or whatever. Yes, of course, but of course. Like, but in a, but generally, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're keeping shit together while the other person can go off and work and make money. Like you're doing a very valuable position that the other person probably doesn't want to fucking do. Let's just it's also- so true. So I disagree with Robin, but you know, I like that Robin just like wants to prenup with Juan because she is sure he'll cheat again. That's <laughs> to me what she was saying. And is is her money still coming from the hats? <laughs> is that like, is that the thrust of it? Like when she's the breadwinner, is that what she's talking about? As an owner of a Robin hat- Oh, right. Yes. Um, as an owner, as a what hat can you owner, tell us? I can tell you that I don't see how. Yeah. You know, like, again, the lag time between order and delivery was right. really. That, that seems to be a theme with these women. It's like, we'll, we'll, we can promise it within the next year or five. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I, I don't know if that was my experience. What other, like, maybe they've gotten it together. My experience was a year ago. But yeah. so maybe, but I think the money is obviously housewife's money and any sort of like deal she's made through that. But, and what yeah. is teaching, right? Isn't he coaching like a right, college yeah. team or something? I assume yeah. there's some money. I don't know. It does, it, I don't either. I don't know. But Look, we're in for a great season. Robin never seems to be in a rush for anything, though, so I feel like... Yeah. That's, it's, okay. it's, yeah, she's fine. And she doesn't feel the pressure. I wish I didn't. I wish I wasn't the, had didn't feel the pressure every fucking day of my life. I could use, honestly, like a little more Robin in me. Yeah. Like in my personality. Yeah, me too. And I love these ladies so much. I'm so glad they're, ba- they're back. We got to see... Ashley's mom. We got to see Uncle Lump. We got to see the Love whole. Ga- yeah, we got to see the whole game. Honestly, if he were single and gay, I would like be like, "Let's go out." Yes. There's he's, something so soothing he's about love- him. It's lovely. He loves his niece. He loves his sister. Like, good uncle. And I don't know. I'm excited to see what we have in store. We definitely have a lot. I did also love just quickly the oh, riddle yes, of please. the of the invitation, and I love the long like Lewis Carroll poem that. Uh, <laughs> Karen or somebody fashioned. And I also loved about her party. I love when the housewives can't land on one name for a party, so they give a few. Like hers was spring to spring and spring kickoff and celebration of life. And 59th birthday. It was at that. It was 59th birthday too? I think so. That's so many reasons for the season. So many reasons. Yeah. Uh, That's why I love them. I love them so much. They're wonderful. I'm happy to have them back. It felt like a warm hug. Like it was the type of show I watched like the minute it came out. You know, you just, you can't sleep on it. You can't sleep on it at all. And shout out to the editors who really did a con job in in making us think that um, Giselle's house is is much further than it was last season because it's absolutely not. Sorry. I can't make... (laughs) Heads or tail of that house at all? I cannot, like I, can't. I do not understand that house, and it seems like they're shooting around it. Like it's sort of like, well, we can't actually show you the house. Like, like a person would want to see it. I had to study at some point in college. I had to study medieval churches, and I can't remember <laughs> why. <laughs> and this is reminiscent. I, like, and there was always like this long basilica that, right, like. Right. <laughs> that like attached the altar with the other end. And like, if you looked from sky view, I think it was supposed to represent a cross, you know what I mean? And that I think is what I'm, you know. You need like an aerial view to fully capture what that house is doing. And we haven't gotten that. Like if they could just send a drone up, just a drone to kind of like get, give me, because I I can't, I don't. I don't understand it. I don't, I need to know what's happening, where there's different wings. Some wings are done. Some are not. The inside, the decor is just a Z gallery. Absolute Z gallery. (laughs) Absolute Z gallery. It was just, she just pointed at things and was like that. I guess that. I guess that. But it truly is like the before and after was just a filter. It did. There wasn't. Yeah, there was. It didn't seem anything's been done. And I, and again, I applaud. Thank you. Thank you. I love her for that. And I love the editing for that. Yes. Yes. All of them. All of them deserve an award. All right. Let's come back with Beverly Hills. 
And we're back with Beverly Hills Reunion Part 1. I mean, I haven't talked to you since the beginning of the season. Where are you? Where where are you? Where are you? I Where am I? I have to say this season was not what I thought it was going to be. It was it, I, I don't even know where I landed on it. I mean, I guess my ultimate thought is obvious, which is just that Garcelle is the best. Um, that uh, that Lisa Rinna is borderline sociopath. <laughs> I don't think there's a line. I think the line <laughs> has been crossed. I think, I, I think it's been crossed. I think it's been crossed. She the does. The threshold has been broken through. But she's put herself in a unique position of, she is the cause of the drama. And so without her, what are we doing? I guess. Yes. I mean. But she does drive me absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like, do we need her? That's right. a good question. I don't have an answer for. I do also, like, nightly try to picture and do, a, like, a, a Dateline CSI recreation of what I think the Kathy Meltdown was. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, do I do have dolls? a bulletin board. Yeah, exactly. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I have dolls. I have strings that are attaching from here to there. What have you figured out? Can you can you give us your theory of the case? I, listen, I think that who Kathy actually is, is who she stepped out of the reunion van as, which is the slippers, the pajamas, the sort of like, what? Uh, you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. then she like puts herself together from there. But I remember like just books I've read about the 70s or Studio 54, like she and her husband were the last people there. Wow. They were like, there was one story I read of just, yeah, like they were like searching the carpet for stuff to have fun with. At wow. The end of the wow, yeah. wow, wow. Yeah. Unauthorized yeah. books, I assume. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, unauthorized. Like who knows if any of that's true, but yeah. they were, they were that. I mean, they were like party animals. You're saying so, like her, her, like kind of daughtery old woman is like Ozzy Osbourne in the sense that, like the drugs and the or whatever <laughs> could be, <laughs> could be, could like, be. like yeah. it's like just the partying and the wild life of have, but but underneath it all, she's still this like. Do I think she's only additive to the show? Of course, yeah, I love her. Yeah. I think. Listen, I, I don't know if I'd love her as a person, but I no, love. No, of course to the not. Show. It doesn't. Yeah. like none of these. You're none, right. That's just a given. <laughs> that's like none of these are people. Most of them that we want to associate with in real life, and they're and you know we know by also their offsprings and what they did did to their offsprings that like not great people, but are they additive to the show? Of course, of course. Did you have a favorite look of the reunion night? Reunion. I thought you know someone told me it was Barbie core was the theme because I was trying to like. I didn't see that. I thought there were so many wild looks and so many terrible looks. Yeah, there were. It like, was, it Sutton, was, as I said last week, she'd be ashamed. Like, she can't get it together. It's so strange, too, because she's got all that she needs to get it together. I, and she can't, but she doesn't, because what she you doesn't. need is taste. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and that's money can't buy you class. As we've learned time and time again. The greats have told again. us. I think Kyle had my favorite look of the look. Kyle looked great. Did you see Kyle this morning debuted on Instagram a magazine cover where she's naked straddling like a beefcake man? It's wild. Get thee to the internet (laughs) because it is. Honestly, I have to say, Jamie Lee Curtis's admiration of Kyle has has done something to me, you know? And I don't know if it's made Kyle more esteemable or (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis less esteemable. I was going to say the other way. I can't figure out because the first 10 minutes was like, go see Halloween ends. Wait, why do we keep dragging Jamie Lee Curtis? And I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Love. love oh her. my God. Would see her in anything. Oh no joke. My God. I love Except her. Except for the Real Housewives. Like, Except- I don't. Too long of a segment. I'm sure there is some deal with Halloween the movie and it was an yes. advertisement and but my God, am I? I was just like, get her off, get Kathy. I, off. I want I, Kathy before I want Jamie Lee. Like, what are we? I, I, honestly, and I am Jamie Lee all day, every day. Me too. But then when Andy, when they were like, she actually is here. But I'll tell you, the most shocking thing, the most shocking thing was when Andy said, "It's nice to meet you." I was like, "Wait, what? They don't know each I know. These I was, two don't know each other. How's I, that possible? She's never been on Watch What Happens that's Live. What I thought I was like, how is she? Like, she's the perfect person. Like." Oh, that was shocking. Shot, I truly was like, and I saw Andy with the vibes of like first time meeting yes. someone. You know what I mean? That thing of like, oh, wow. And he was like impressed and all of this. Yes. And like, but it was so weird. I mean, she's an icon. I love her. Oh, absolutely I iconic. I just don't, I just didn't need that taking up 
space in my reunion. And I loved her, like, front desk Enterprise rental car look. Yeah, she's always got that look. (laughs) She's always renting a car. She's always renting a car. And she'll come out and get you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to go in. She'll come right to your house. A hundred percent. Come on. So I will you. say the reunion started off funny just in the way of like, wait, all of this just happened with Kathy Hilton and all of this just happened with the season. And Jamie Lee Curtis is coming out and we're talking about the wind chime. <laughs> I okay. Can't. I can't. <laughs> How Jamie Lee Curtis was it? The most Jamie Lee Curtis moment in the world is when she was like, and the camera people. Yes. Right, guys? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I was like, yes, this is her. Yes. This is what we need. It's yes. so fabulous. Top down. Like, she's just yeah. like on a set, in control yep. of the set, thanking <laughs> people, produce. Like, she's... Yep. I love her. And speaking of camera people, I did love, I, now I'm all invested because, you know, they showed the advertisement for like the reunions or whatever. And they showed it last week, too. But like when Kyle's having a breakdown and Andy's just like, Doug, what do we do? And I'm like, who is Doug? <laughs> I literally I literally wrote down, Doug, what do you want to do here? And yeah. it's just like, that is 2022 to me. Yeah, Doug. Like, that's the quote for me for the Doug. rest of the year is, Doug, what do you want to do here? Because like, anytime they give us something new in the world of housewives yeah. and that was new yeah and i just am like who's doug why is he in charge i need to i'm automatically attracted to doug p.s like the, no. the power that he holds <laughs> completely it's like how i used to be attracted to like gelman on yes! whatever it was yes! yeah <laughs> totally understand that's like someone yeah. in charge someone the wizard behind totally. the curtain like i want to know who this person is i want to know what doug has to say doug obviously is in control doug is making big decisions big decisions doug what do you want to do here doug uh, <laughs> i loved it, I loved it. <laughs> me too it's like doug what 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 are we going to do doug i really what are we going to do i'd love to have more time with doug i just want to know me like too. what happened then so anyway i can't wait for I, I want to be on a sofa with me, Robin, and Doug. Yeah. Doug. And Doug and I, and Robin and I are just listening to Doug talk. And we're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I just yeah. want to know what's yeah. Ha- yeah, yeah, Doug. Thank you for making decisions. Some Somebody had to. Somebody had to make a joint. These are hard decisions, and Doug's going to make them. That's the kind of guy he yep. is. <laughs> so that I love. Now, we got right into, oh, we talked about robbers, and we talked about Kyle's robbers getting back to her. Yes, I know. And being like, and being like, hey, I really want to do the right thing here. And also like, here's how much money I need for it. (laughs) And the fact that she paid them. I'm like, I can't believe that. That was so wild to me. Like, Like, why would you not call the police? Well, I guess it's like, if you do call the police, maybe you'll never see these things again. I don't, I don't know. I think she was just like, they were heirlooms. I'm not a sentimental person. So I would net like, I mean, I do have some things like from my daughter and stuff and some family stuff, but I don't think I would engage. But that's me. Everybody's different. But right, and I will also say that um, with the with really with this reunion and Dorit talking about the robbery, um, I never thought there was a there was a skeptical part of me that thought maybe PK was behind it. I never thought Dorit was behind it. Yeah, ever. No, no, no. She's um, <clears throat> this was really I think an instance of where I thought like, oh, I don't. I don't really see how someone could do this to another person. Like, I I think maybe this really happened. I can't remember, honestly, what I've said on this podcast week to week. So I don't remember. (laughs) I I honestly don't remember. But I do like to have to go through that with you. Like, she is in PTSD like crazy. And I don't know how she's functioning day to day. That's really, really tough. That's really terrifying. And, and, and. And was hard to watch, and I feel for her and I and her family. And God, I hope I, it seems like she's getting the help she needs. But it is. I do like how Kyle seconds later told I can't remember who. Like whenever someone has a story, you just make it about you. And I'm like Kyle, you literally did. That. She just did it. She's like you just. Did I that. know she's literally. Dorit's like, and this was terrible. And she's like, did I tell you the robbers called me back? <laughs> sure. And then later she's like, you always make everything. Everyone, someone has a problem, and suddenly it's about you. And it's like, honey. <laughs> you rewind. It just happened. I thought Kyle was very came for Crystal in this reunion in a way that I was upset Uncomfy. by. Uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. Because yeah. look, what happened with Crystal and Sutton this season? And I do, I do get frustrated when people don't say what it is. Both with Lisa yeah. Rinna and Crystal, it's like say it or don't say it. But this, you know, like both of them, that was hard to watch because you're like just fucking say it or don't bring it up because I then we're left to guess and we don't know how that stuff is frustrating but Crystal did 
feel trauma. She did feel other. And I believe, I fully yes. believe it. Me like, too. I believe, because by the way, even in the moment where Sutton was saying like, I want to sit in a jacuzzi and see a whatever that whole stupid thing was, that is uncomfortable. It because is. it's a little bit patronizing. It is patronizing. It is gross. I do think that her and Crystal have worked it out. And I thought that was actually lovely. Yeah, where they were like, yeah. she told me how she felt. I get it. And Crystal's like, she talked to me. Like, it seems like they've worked it out and yep. had communication and people understand where the other one is coming from. The only one that has a problem is fucking Kyle and it's not her goddamn business. And it's a bad look. It's a bad look and it's also like she's telling you just because that's not your experience especially as a white privileged woman doesn't mean it can't be her experience. Yeah, I was team Crystal through that Me whole thing. Me too, because it's just like it's not your experience. You don't have to have walked in her shoes to understand that that is how she felt. You don't have to say, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You just have to say, yes, I, that is your experience and I'm sorry that you experienced that and I'm going to try better to not have you experience that. Like, just yep. see life from somebody else's point of view. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, I just, and she was traumatized. And I believe, I mean, truly, just even from the tone that Sutton had and what they aired, I believe that maybe what was coming before that, whether it was worse or not, it doesn't matter. It was the same fucking tone. Yes. You know what I mean? Like something was leading to that. It, I was fully on. And by the way, I'll tell you this. I also would not uh, go and, and ask for Michael Jackson to be played somewhere. Either I would yeah. And everyone's so like, how about oh, that? we can't even play Michael Jackson anymore. It's like, there's a million other musicians you can right. that didn't allegedly molest children. And I got to say, how fucking classic is it that Erica is coming to Michael Jackson's defense? <laughs> that he, to her, he's a victim. Right? You know As I mean? opposed to these other, these these widows and children. Like, exactly. It's just, these women are just constantly on the wrong side of things. Or even you don't have to agree with somebody and be like, yes, I'm on your side to say, I can see that you're in pain and I don't totally. want to make you feel that pain. And also, yeah, you don't know what this is. You as a white privileged woman haven't experienced, you haven't lived in my life. Exactly. And so I just like the fact that they came with such vehemence toward her. Yes. I found it triggering. It like, was. Even it was... To, like I was just like, God, just th th they came and, and they shut her. They constantly shut her down. Yeah. It and, was and she's strong. She does stand up for herself. She is not someone who backs down. But at mm -hmm. some point when people have been yelling at you and yelling at you, you just... You're like, I don't want to waste my energy on this. Like, this is just not worth it. It's almost that feeling that you could see Garcelle when Kyle was like, well, maybe you could have just taken out Diana's name. You know what I mean? And then reposted it. It's that feeling of just like absolute helplessness, powerlessness. I mean, I can't relate to that specific thing, but it was all over Garcelle of like, and I'm sure Crystal in a sense felt that way too, of sort of like, I don't know how else to explain this. And she shouldn't have to. Why am I having to explain this? She shouldn't have to explain yeah, it. You exactly. see the pain on a person's face and in yes. their voice and with them telling you, I'm in pain. Yeah. And that's all you have to know. And I don't yeah. understand why that isn't enough. I and I, it's a defensiveness. And I'm not saying that we all don't feel defensive when we're being accused of something or, you know what I mean, or we feel misunderstood. Sure, you can feel that. But you can also have, see that there is pain on that person face and their voice and their body and recognize, let's hold a minute and just listen to them. Yeah. And if your points of view on race haven't changed in the past few years, the problem is you. Yes. Like that, that's your, it's almost like you're making an effort to not be. And if you can't learn, if you can't be open to learning yeah. and hearing other people, then what chance do you have? I know, honestly. Ugh. And so I just feel like, look, you can fuck up, but you can learn from the fuck up and you can, you know what I mean? We can, we're all still going to hurt people that we love and that we respect and that we like for various reasons, but we can learn and try not to do it again. And they just, they refuse. They refuse. They just, yeah. That's what makes them housewives. Yeah. Frankly. <laughs> so sad. In, in, the, in the Bravo sense. Like that's just, that's what it is. And can we talk about that Bravo thing of the, the thing with Garcelle and Diana now, because yes. that shit, the text that Diana sent fucking Garcelle. Whoa! Something is so wrong with these people. Dude. <laughs> like, Something that is was fucking wild. off. Mm -hmm. To see the stuff that is happening to her son and think just like and 
not a call that person and say, hey, like this, I'm so sorry what's happening to your son. Like even just have a conversation to threaten to sue. Like it was crazy. crazy. Because what your baseline opinion is, what your gut reaction is like, oh, I don't really care what happened to him. Yes. You know what I mean? When, when, when meanwhile, it is so unbelievably, unbelievably disgusting. Yeah, you can tell Garcelle is done with Diana. And the Bravo universe is done. Like, we're done. Diana's done. I think we all know that. She didn't even show up for the union. She's like... Is it confirmed why she didn't? She didn't say she had COVID. I know people said she did, but she didn't say that herself. I don't think... Again, I don't know enough, but it it seemed she didn't want to be there. She wanted to be able to just go click click out of the Zoom and just have that awkward, like, am I still on? (laughs) Type of... Like, she just wanted to be in her safe space. That was richest person in the room behavior. Yes. (laughs) That is that. Yeah. I'm just like, no, I'm controlling myself. Yeah, yeah, I'm controlling the surroundings because I can and I choose to, but you will not be on Housewives next season. Like, you're done. But that really boiled my blood when Me Kyle says, like, too. well, you could have just, like, taken it down and then da 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 I was like, dude, what is wrong with you? We had, Kyle had just gotten us back. Like, I had been yeah. anti-Kyle a lot this season. Like, I was yeah. done with her. And she had just won me back with stuff with Kathy and all that stuff. Trying like, she to had, put it together. Yes, and she had just won me back. And then she lost me. Oh, just gone. Just Kyle. Just no. Now, let's talk about the laxatives and Erica's description of what she was trying to do. Erica, I have no patience for someone who doesn't see what they've done wrong and then apologize for it. it. I have no patience for someone like that. She is... Such an extraordinary narcissist. Oh, wow. And the spinning of the tales and of what she... Will you remind me what she did say? What was she... What was She, she said... Sa- this was her quote, because I had to write it down. She said, I didn't tell her to take laxatives. I told her what I would do. <laughs> it's like... Which is... What? Take la- the way that these housewives, these women, play with language. And, like, no, what I said... Like, their excuses are are the are exactly what we said you said. But she says... She, like, tries to twist it. And it's like, no, I didn't say take laxatives. I said to do what I would do, which is take laxatives. Right. <laughs> like, that's the same thing. That's it's exactly. an ignorant, unkind, <laughs> horrible thing to say with someone who has just come out with something like that. I mean, and then Andy was right. He was like, no, but... That's actually very unhealthy. People do do that. Which is like, when they well, have I was just saying. Uh huh. That's what I would do. I was being helpful. And then later, when she was like, "You can't have that chicken nugget," she was like, "Well, I mean, yeah, that was that was bad, <laughs> sort of." Just taking no responsibility. I mean, a little, but just like, yeah, and like it was very Lou. She's, she gets very Lou at these reunions. <laughs> yes. There is something rough about Erica at the reunions. Maybe yeah. because it is like, I'm sure she was so traumatized from the last one, but like there is something very, you see, she's wearing it. There's something yeah. rougher about it. Yeah, yeah, she's just like, eh. Like it's like Lou the next morning. You're just like, and so what? And so- <laughs> what do you want me to do? Not about really. It? Not really. <laughs> like just like so, like just base and just like ah, the makeup's off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Wow, for sure. We yeah, get to see you. Piece of work. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're looking forward to Kathy's arrival and to see what happens with Rinna. And it was kind of quiet. I mean, didn't say much except for yeah, to like. Yeah, Rinna didn't say much. Just to chastise Crystal, basically. That's all she really came. Rinna can wear every outfit that is in existence, and she still looks to me like she's wearing leopard. <laughs> it doesn't matter what color. It doesn't matter even that all purple thing. To me, it's leopard. It's all leopard. It's you know all. What I mean? Yes, I totally. That makes all the sense in the world. Like I totally understand what you mean by that. Also, shout out to Andy's yawn, as always. Oh, oh, th- am I boring you, Andy? It's like, yeah, Jerry, a little bit. And, but it was sad during the robbery story. <laughs> I know. That was, bl- that was a blow. Tough, tough, tough. But, you know, been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> tough. Um, can we talk about Salt Lake City? Fuck yes. Salt Lake City. I got to say, just generally, how much... Okay, my favorite moment is... Of, of a very long time, and I hope this becomes a meme, and I hope this becomes a gif, and I hope it becomes everything, is when um, the producers ask Lisa, uh, do you believe marriage? She goes, no. <laughs> Just uh, so fast. She was like, no. 
<laughs> right straight to camera. That was my favorite moment. I love it. Oh, yeah. Did you make it up? Did you make up the stuff about Meredith? No. She's so great. <laughs> I love um, it. And also, honestly, I, I, I don't even know if this is a controversial thing to say anymore. I don't know. I get so much pleasure and genuine delight and laugh legitimately from Jen Shaw. Me too. She I is love- such a bright spot on this show, which is what <laughs> the fuck is this world? That's what I mean. I'm like, when the brightest, like, funnest, lightest. That <laughs> megaphone situation was so funny to me. She's just the best. When that person is literally heading to jail for probably a decade. Like, when that is, I mean, granted, from things I believe she did and she admitted she did. Yep. That's neither here nor there in this moment in time. But when she's the lightest, brightest spot, like, (laughs) when those women around her were fighting and screaming and she's just like, guys. (laughs) I know. I my family and I love that she called cacao calcucci. Oh my god. She's so great. So funny. She's just, and honestly, it makes me like, I should not feel like, ah, uh, I don't want her to go to jail. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? Like, she did some horrific Hor- things. To like the most vulnerable citizens. Vulnerable people. Yes, of but course. But I absolutely love her. I but absolutely love her. she's just like, we're not hearing about that as much as we just like, it's just that the other women are giving us such angst. And like, like I, the biggest cut it seems that you can give a housewife now. We saw Rena do it with Kathy, and now we're seeing Meredith doing it with Lisa Slang. You need help, and I hope you're getting the help that you need. It's like the biggest cut it's that so you can. Mean. It's 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 worse than saying you rent your house. You know, like those in the housewives world are like low blows. It's, it's a triggering thing. I remember someone said that to me once um, because I was like, because you flipped out on a tennis court and. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Are you laughing Fair. at me? <laughs> no, because they were like, I was like ending dating someone and they were uh-huh. like, you need help. And I was like, and it was so clearly a defensive move. Yeah. But I was so hurt by it. Oh, so, and and know that I have help. Know that I. Right. Yes. Know, Every week, baby. Every I week. Got and also medicate. Like I'm on. Yes, got the, all but, of it. And yet, if someone said that to me, I would. Yeah. Lose. Like I would. It's so cutting. It's so mean and i have to say obviously like whitney's abuse i fully believe oh, I even do too. I do believe. It, it all tracks and it's so upsetting yes. and so sad for her she does do that thing that sort of when someone makes a new discovery about themselves they think everyone should discover the same thing you know yes. what i mean yeah like she does do that thing of like no be vulnerable do it do it now and it's like honey you need you actually need to process what you just heard a minute ago you know and not everyone needs to be on the same page as you at the same time as you and i know i'm sure you know people like that too who just discover something or like no you have to do this you it will change your life and it's like no it changed your life yeah and you we all do things at the time and whitney's just constantly trying to like get everybody to open but i also think whitney felt guilty because she did spread that rumor she did. Meredith spread it. And also know that Meredith, holier-than-thou shit that she's been playing for the last three episodes isn't working anymore, and no, no. one's on her side oh, anymore. Oh, she, she really overstepped when you yeah. are basically calling someone a prostitute yeah. for tequila. Which, by the way, I hope she did do it. I think I that's so she. chic. <laughs> just like a wind chime. It's so chic. It's so chic to just be like, I got to get this tequila off the ground and by any means Yeah, necessary. look, we all got to do what you got to do. Who cares? Right. I got to get my tequila into Chili's. Like, I got to, <laughs> like, I, I got to sleep with whoever it takes. Whoever it's going to take. But Meredith, that was, it. that. I thought actually what Meredith was saying about her was wor- way worse than what Lisa said about oh her. Oh my God, Yeah. And it also, it was A, overstepping her bounds, and also her like, I can't be your friend again unless you follow these rules and I'll help you. Like that's sort of like, and I can help you. I'm not your friend, but I will help you to become the person I need you to become. And I was like, all right, Meredith, I'm over. We're done. Not on your side anymore. Done. Now I'm team and by Lisa. the way, do you think I was ever on Lisa's side? I've no. ne- who could possibly be on Lisa's side with anything except? But she drove me to it. <laughs> I wa- I became a housewife in this moment where I was like, oh my god! Like hearing that and then thinking about her kids really upset me. Yeah, like and what was, Meredith was saying. I was sort of like, that's awful. And also like that older one who was like, fudge college mom. <laughs> I would have. I'll tell you. 
I would have been, I would have absolutely said, give me the phone. Because that's all you have to do to teenagers. Yeah, to yeah. Give me the phone. <laughs> you You're not seeing this for another parent. year. You would make a good parent. I, all the- I wanted, but the problem is, Danielle, my fantasies about being a parent involved taking things away from me. <laughs> Like most it truly of it. involves. Like, but that's most of it, Brian. That's, that's most true. of it. <laughs> and also, I have a fantasy about talking to my when my kid thir- turns 13 saying, I just want you to know that you're going to hate my guts for the next five years. <laughs> and I'm going to think it's so funny. <laughs> that's great. Like, that's I, ju- awesome. I want to be prepared for that. But you said it so naturally in a way that, like, it was in your body the way that it was like, give me your phone. Like, you said yeah. it. <laughs> way that you had done it before to your child and I was like oh you're I'm a parent so, I'm so ready for it I'm, I'm like, so oh, ready you're for a parent it. like I don't know what you are doing with your life but I feel like you're you right. need to be a parent because you know it really so, I, fits you I, what's so funny is I am definitely very open to it and I I do think I have a lot of love to give you do. But, but like already I'm like I know how I would discipline this kindly but firmly yes and you've got that <laughs> down and I again so much of having a child is taking things away from them just yesterday, I yeah. had to take my daughter's iPad from her because she didn't get ready on time for school. And so I said, okay, well, then you can't have the iPad later tonight and blah, 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 blah. And that's like taking away their jewelry. Yeah. Like I took yeah. That's all I did. That was the only parenting I did yesterday. <laughs> that I do have to say. What sort of seems nice about it is like the good thing about giving your child a device is that you can take it away. Exactly. Everything. Because that's all they want. Everything can be taken away from them. Everything, <laughs> including your love. And you have to let them know that it is a, it's transactional. <laughs> Absolutely. If I were Lisa, I would have grabbed that basketball, taken a knife, and deflated it. In oh, front wow. Of his that is parenting. Yes. <laughs> it's an absolutely not. Yes. So again, anyway. Yes. I just wanted to shout out Jen Shaw once again for having a garbage war party. That yes. is so great. I do love that. And I and shout out to Meredith for wearing the I Love New York hat. That was pretty good. <laughs> it was to see them all arguing in their lingerie, like to see them all butt naked, like asses out, tits out, like in sort of like strapped things that were held together with strap, like lots of clothes but none of them but all of them it was very strappy very like i would never have <laughs> dealt with that many straps i can't i can't it just seemed impossible to get yeah. into no i too many like even sometimes like one strap i'm like Ugh! like it seems right. <laughs> so hard and to see them crying screaming with no clothes on like i you're already so vulnerable when you're crying and screaming that to do it in basically like a basically garter and like panties like Oh, that to me seemed too open, too honest. It was a little too raw. I it was agree. too raw. It was, and what did you think about, like, Whitney sort of like throwing Heather under the butt? Like, I felt for Heather. I did too because I thought, and and also clearly, I don't know if it was the alcohol that got them in that rage. Or there is literally some other stuff that just has not been brought to the table because I do also think both things were an overreaction. Yeah. Of like, I did believe Heather though. Yes. I did believe her. Me too. She's like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about at this. And I believe her also when she was like, you don't think I would have (laughs) devoured that information? Like, (laughs) Heather is so funny to me when she was like, when she was like, let's relax. She's like, have a glass of wine, have a piece of fish. (laughs) That was my favorite line. Have a glass of wine. Have a piece of yeah. Have a have a sip of wine. Have a bite of fish. And also, my other favorite line from her is when she goes, "You just said my favorite word, trolley." <laughs> what? What? How is that your favorite I word? Know. Also, Whitney feeling saying to, saying everyone's asking me to be Nancy Drew Whitney, but I can't. It's like no one, no has one, asked you to be Nancy Drew. No, you just, were pumped to be that last yeah. season. Yeah. I also have to say, do you think it's triggering for Jen Shaw? There was something happened when Jen Shaw got on that Sprinter van that I was like, oh, my God. We haven't seen Jen Shaw in a Sprinter van since she got oh, arrested. Wow. And there was a part of me that sunk a little bit. And I was like, oh, my God, is this, like, totally traumatizing for her? But she seemed to be okay. She's, nothing seems to traumatize her. And that's what it's I will. We're traumatized nothing. by Sprinter vans now. She is yes. cool as a cucumber. She's A-OK. She's, <laughs> as long as she's got her, like, jokes and props, she's good. I mean, and I just love that these women pretending that Arizona is a good time. Like, again, God bless Arizona. I've been there and had a nice spa day. But yeah, but I just feel like they've there've been so many dry desert trips for these women. I know. And and I do. Th- yeah, I think if they were maybe in a more humid climate, yeah. 
there is something a little more relaxing about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the humidity does. It's like the some people say that's where the southern drawl comes from is that the talking <laughs> slow has to do with the heat. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe. Who knows? You're just I mean, can we see them a in a Key West? Can we see them yeah. in a, you know, like just like an Isla Mirada or like a just. And also, I feel like. Bravo, don't you have faith in this series now? Like, throw the money at a real trip. Well, I mean, as they said in last episode, I don't know that Jen can go out of the oh, out right. of the 50. Right. But, like, right. you know, we can get – there's places in these in these 50 states of ours that, like, you know, there's islands. There's, yeah. there's destinations. We can get away a Hilton Head, Sanibel, right. something. Gorgeous. Why not? just want to get out of the – out of the Southwest, personally, yes, with I these women. Oh, Brian, what a joy to have you. Any other thoughts before we... I mean, I've taken up so much of your time. No, you really haven't. Um, what are my thoughts? I, I forgot about Sophista Ratchet, so I appreciated oh. that <laughs> word again. That's a great word. Um, I, you know, I have to say, I. this is a good one, two, three punch of, mm-hmm. of, of the next few weeks that we have. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, so I'm excited about that. Me too. I just want to say that your podcasts are hilarious. You're in Ask Rana, you and Jess Chaffin. Hilarious, that duo. I watched also the little clips that you... That sounds so patronizing. It's not trying to be. They are little clips. (laughs) But they make me laugh so hard. And then your podcast with Aaron, Attitudes. um, And you're on 911. You're a... A, a series regular on nine one one. I, I mean, am. Uh, I play Josh, who runs the call center. I deal with all sorts of harried situations. So if you ever want to see me stressed, you can uh, go on Hulu or Fox. And you've never looked better. And those are all important Back things. At Thank you. I adore you. Thank you so much for coming on. Everyone, go to Loop Live for a bitch sesh uh, Halloween Hangover show. Go see Brian on his Instagram. What's your Instagram again, Brian? Just Brian Safi B R Y A N S A F I. Love it. Love you. Thank you to you. Uh, We'll be back with Casey next week. Thank you to Kate, Amelia. Thank myself because I did a great job today. Bye, everyone. Bye. 